Welcome, welcome, welcome. Shalom, shalom, and welcome, world changers. Here we are in the last, actually, this is the last weeknight of this week that we're going to be going through the scriptures as tomorrow night. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Jackson Snyder with us. And then on Saturday, we have our Shabbat service as well. And so, yeah, so tonight is going to be the last of our normal nights. Now, there, it's, it may not be that normal. Uh, because I have been inviting a few people on um, on TikTok. There's been a couple people that are that through the comments uh, have been uh, challenging. Well, I should say responding to my challenge, and I've invited them uh, on TikTok. And whether or not they will appear, I don't know. Arthur Croy says, "Do you believe tongue talking is still for today? What is the proof that one has the Holy Spirit?" Well, it's a couple couple good questions there, but um, tongue talking, I do believe it does happen today, but a lot more rare than people believe that it is. It's not so common as you would see in the Pentecostal and charismatic churches. I do believe that it does happen, but just very rarely. Uh, the other question is, what is the proof that one has the Holy Spirit? Well, first of all, you do not live or speak or you do not do anything against the holy word of god the holy word of god the holy word of god is from the holy spirit so you speak against the word of god and i'm not talking about i'm talking about right from the very beginning especially the torah okay moses got the entire torah from god and and we know god is spirit he got it from the spirit of god so if you have the Holy Spirit, you know when someone has the Holy Spirit when they live a holy life. The Holy Spirit is manifested first and foremost through a holy life. I never forget. There's a one of my one of my former pastors. He, he, this guy is a, is is a pastor of a church that is probably one of the most one of the most famous churches in the world. Charismatic churches. And he said, uh, he said, never, ever forget. He said, never, ever forget. The Holy Spirit is a Holy Spirit. A lot of people think they have the Holy Spirit, but they don't live very holy. Their actions are not very holy. Jeff says, people that dispute, dispute you don't accept Jesus or God as above the minister telling them scriptures from Paul. Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, Aaron, welcome over there on YouTube. Give me a second. I'll put the link in the in the description. Okay, um, Aaron, if you check the description, the link should be there. If you don't see the description there in the link or in the in the description, if you don't see the link in the description, let me get it in. The, let me get it in the right order here. If you don't see the link in the description. Um, just refresh the page. It should be there. Yeah, now after reading Jenny's comment, Jeff, I I, I totally, uh, yeah, to I'm with you on that. I'm a little confused on the point that she's trying to make for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Aaron says, how do I get to that? How do you get to the description? If you're on debt, well, I mean, it, it's a... It's the description 
depends on whether if you're on desktop or on mobile, but the description is, is under the, the video. Different. It depends what, what device you're on. In the description, you should see when you get the description, it should say, you know, something like we are reading the Bible chronologically, chronological reading plan. It's got a link to my blog, a, a link for supporting what we're doing. So, um, yeah, it shouldn't be hard to find, Aaron. iPhone. So it should be under. Uh, it should be right a video. The fruit of the Holy Spirit will be evident, yes, on TikTok. Artacroy says, in the upper room, they, they spoke in unknown tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. Yes. Hawks on YouTube says, I see it. I see the link. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we got uh, a few people over there uh, in the live chat that's trying to help Aaron. Yeah. Plutch says, I think Aaron is looking for a, lot, uh, a link to go live with Christopher. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, someone says on TikTok, I think Paul previously saw, quote, so much of the Old Testament. Well, yeah, he, well, let me just put it this way. He attempts to. Uh, let me just say this, okay? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there is none, but... Here's a challenge. Try to find one, one passage that Paul quoted accurately. Yeah, Aaron, I'm not sure how, how else to help you out there. It's if you check the check the description on the lie on the video. Under the video, it should be a little thing, a little maybe you have to. Tap on something, twirl it down a little bit to open up the description box. Someone there on TikTok says there are many there are many that say people are going to heaven, but they are not born again. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I totally, I, I totally agree with you. There's there are a lot of people. Actually, most people believe they're going to heaven, um, and a lot of pastors preach that you know, you know, especially in funerals. And I understand why they would do this, but. Yeshua said, Jesus said very clearly that most, by far, the most, vast majority of people will not make it. Will not make it. I can try, Aaron, to put the, the link in the description, no, in the, in the chat. Uh, I don't think it works. I can't, no, it's not going to work. It's going to work. Aaron, the only other thing you can do, I'm not going to be, I'm going to go right into reading the scriptures here. I don't want to take a whole lot more time doing this, but one thing you can do is send an email to me and I'll send the link to you. Okay. The email is uh, Christopher Enoch at protonmail.com. I put it up there on, on uh, the YouTube live right now. So. Isn't that something? The guy who has all the mouth over there on TikTok, and I'm not, I'm not talking about any any of you right now. I'm talking about the guy there in the comments from earlier today. The guy that has all the mouth doesn't show up. Of course he doesn't show up. This guy doesn't show up, no doubt. 
Aaron, if you're if you're serious about this, use that email I'll, and I'll send you the, the link. Okay, we're not going to take a whole lot more time with this, um, but do not put like don't put a whole lot of uh, don't just don't just fill up the uh, live chat with with uh, with comments because honestly, um, people don't like that and. I'm not going to spend all the, you know, if you want to come on, use that email. Just say, hey, it's Aaron. Send me the link and I'll send you the link. Okay. Let me know. I think everybody would have gave Aaron way a lot of time here from TikTok to, to YouTube to, to actually come on and to use the link. The link is in the description. If that doesn't work, Aaron, use that email I just posted and I'll send you the link. Other than that, You get your waste. You're just going to waste your time by putting lots of comments in the live chat because nobody's going to read them. Okay, nobody likes it. In the meantime, wait until you come on. If you don't come on, if you don't come on, Aaron, um, I'm just going to continue. So, First Samuel chapter 28. We have we're reading that plus. Um, let me see. Plus eight, eight psalms. Eight psalms. And these psalms are not very long. Okay. Let's start with 1 Samuel chapter 28. 1 Samuel chapter 28. Saul and the medium. Now it came about in those days that the Philistines gathered their, their armed camps for war to fight against Israel. And Achish said to David, Know for certain that you will go out with me in the camp, you and your men. David said to Achish, Very well, you will learn that your servant can you will learn what what your servant can do. So Achish said to David, Then I will assuredly make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel dead, and all Israel had mourned him and buried him in Ramah in, in his own city. And Saul had removed the mediums and spiritists from the land. And he did that, of course, in, in accordance with the Torah. Verse 4. So the Philistines assembled and came and camped at Shunem, Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel together, and they camped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the camp of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. So Saul inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer. Answer him, either in dreams, at Urim, or by the prophets. Then Saul said to his servants, Find for me a woman who is a medium, so that I can go to her and hear of her. And his servants said to him, There is a woman who is a medium at Endor. Then Saul disguised himself by putting on different clothes, and went, he and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night. Now, let me just stop here for a second. Why would why would why would Saul do this? Why would he put on different clothes? Why would he disguise himself? Because everybody was afraid of him and then they knew that he was that he made law basically that these spiritists or these um mediums uh, were to be uh, eliminated out of the land 
And so um, he disguised himself. And that's the reason why he went by night as well. Remember, at night they didn't have the lights like we have today. So he disguised himself. He went by night and he said, he said to the woman, Consult the spirit for me, please, and bring up for me the one whom I shall name you. Name in the footnotes is say, literally say. But the woman said to him, Behold, you know what Saul has done, that he has eliminated the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why are you setting a trap to bring about my death? So Saul swore an oath to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this. Then, then the woman said, Who shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice, and the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. But the king said to her, Do not be afraid. But what do you see? He said to Saul, I see a divine being. In the footnotes, literally, God. Okay? Now this is very interesting because we'll look at this in the Hebrew. Uh, this is 1 Samuel 28, 13. Very, very interesting, guys. Because we see this word God, especially El, used also in the case of Nebuchadnezzar. Um, in the King James Version, it says, I saw gods ascending out of the earth. Okay? So the word gods here, probably El or Elohim. Let's see what we got here. Elohim, Elohim, the word Elohim, gods. So this is this is very very interesting. She saw Elohim or gods or God, a god come out of the earth, according to verse thirteen. A divine, I see God from the earth, or God. He said to her. How does he appear? Again, in the footnotes, what is his form? What is the form of Elohim? And he said, an old man is coming up, and he is wrapped in a robe. Then Saul knew that it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground in pain. Paid homage. Homage, again, in the foot. Great respect and honor due to a superior. Now, some people might he actually worshipped, but, I mean, in this context, it could you, you could say that he bowed with, uh, out of great respect. Verse 15, And Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul replied, I am very distressed, for the Philistines are waging war against me, and God has abandoned me and no longer answers me, either through prophets or in dreams. Therefore, I have called you, so that you may let me know what I should do. Samuel said, But why ask me, since the Lord has abandoned you and has become your enemy? And the Lord has done just as he spoke through me. 
for the Lord has torn the kingdom from your hand and given it to your neighbor today, just as you did not obey the Lord and did not execute his fierce wrath on Amalek, so the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Furthermore, the Lord will also hand Israel along with you over to the Philistines. So tomorrow, you and your sons will be with me. Indeed, the Lord will hand the army of Israel over to the Philistines. Then Saul immediately fell full length to the ground and was because of Samuel's word. There was no strength in him either because he had eaten no food all day, all day and all night. The woman came to Saul and saw that he was utterly horrified. And she said to him, Behold, your servant has obeyed you. And I have taken my life in my hand. And I have listened to your words, which you spoke to me. So now you too, please listen to the voice of your servant. And let me serve, let me serve you a piece of bread and eat it, that you may have strength when you go on your way. But he refused and said, I will not eat. However, his, his servants, together with the woman, urged him, and he listened to them. So he got up from the ground and sat on the bed. Now the woman had a fattened calf in the house, and she quickly slaughtered it. Then she took flour, kneaded it, and baked unleavened bread from it. Then she served it to Saul and his servants, and they ate. Then they got up and left that night. Mummy Samantha, Mummy Samantha, eighty-five on TikTok says, um, "Are you recording a podcast?" I'm I'm using this recording for a podcast. That's what I'm doing. Thank you for asking. Arta Croy says, "Sorry, gotta go for now, but I hope to come back sometime." Yeah, me too. Welcome. You're always welcome back here. Sinner and believer says, "Shalom, family. Shalom. Welcome." Hawks says, someone got those keyboard muscles. <laughs> Christina says, keyboard muscles made me laugh. Totally agree with you, Vinny, on that. <laughs> Christina says, I'm, I'm glad we are studying Saul instead. I'm, I'm get, I get kind of tired of hearing people lie about the law changing. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, Jeff, I totally agree with you over there on TikTok. Jeff says you, uh, to Aaron, you should hang out. You're obviously a man after God's heart. Keep an open mind and be vigilant in the word. Vigilant, excuse me, in the word. Uh, you might find something is different than you thought. And you know, this is this is really what we should do. We should always keep this in mind. We should always have in mind that we're, we're open. And in humble, right? And um, and always reassess. Always reassess. The Tower Time says, for some reason, it shows two videos going here on my YouTube. Two videos. I'm not quite sure what that means. What you're, what you mean by that? But hope everything is okay over there on YouTube. 
Okay. Okay, so we are uh, in the process here. Let's just read a little about what happened to Saul. Actually, you know what? Um, you know, let's let's read let's read right through First Samuel, right through to uh, the next couple chapters, and then we'll read the Psalms, the corresponding Psalms to that. Okay. And again, for those of you who are not familiar with what we do here, if you're on TikTok or even if you're on YouTube. Um, before I forget too, make sure you're, make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're following. Um, what we, what we're doing here is we're going through the scriptures chronologically and every now and then we pull out some extra biblical materials as well. Uh, and, and, uh, compare that with, with the, uh, commonly, uh, accepted and, um, and we're going through it. We're going through everything chronologically and, my my goal, actually, I haven't actually said this, but my goal is actually to have go through the entire Tanakh by the fall. Anyway, like to have everything done, maybe even maybe maybe even way more than that. Uh, you know, get into some of the apocrypha and some of the earlier uh, the early church documents or early church um, fathers' writings, or even like the Gospel of Thomas or something like that, to just to read it and discuss it, see what you guys think about it. Um, the Tower of Time says, if I minimize the chat, it shows two live streams underneath. Hmm. And ask the question, anyone else have that? I'm wondering too. I'm wondering too. All right, guys, let's continue. First Samuel chapter 29. Philistines trust David. Now the Philistines gathered all their armies to Aphek. Ap while the Israelites were camping by the spring, which is in Israel, and the governors of the Philistines were pr pr proceeding on, leading hundreds and thousands. And David and his men were proceeding in the back of Achish. Then the commanders of the Philistines said, What are these Hebrews doing here? And Achish said to the commanders of the Philistines, Is this not David, the servant of Saul, the king of Israel? Who, who has been with me these days, or rather these years, and I have nothing at all suspicious in him since the day he deserted to me, uh, deserted to me this uh, to this day. But the commanders of the Philistines were angry with him, and the commanders of the Philistines said to him, "Make the man go back, so that he will return to his place where you have assigned him, and do not let him go to battle with us." Or in the battle, he may become an adversary to us. For how could this man find favor with his Lord? Would it not be with the heads of these men? Is this not David, of whom they sing in the dances, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands? And Achish called David and said to him, As the Lord lives, you have indeed been honest. And you're going out and you're coming in with me in the army are pleasing in my sight, for I have not found evil in since the day of your coming to me this day. Nevertheless, you are not pleasing in the sight of the governors. Now then, return and go in peace, so that you will not do anything wrong in the sight of the governors of the Philistines. However, David said to Achish, But what have I done? 
And what have, I, what have you found in your servant since the day that I came before you to this day that I cannot go and fight against the enemies of my lord, the king? But Akish replied to David, I know that he's in my sight like an angel of God. Nevertheless, the curse of the Philistines have said, he must not go up with us into the battle. Now then, rise early in the morning with the servants of the Lord who have come with you. And as soon as you have risen early in the morning and have light, leave. So David got up early, he and his men, to leave in the morning to return to the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Yezreel. First Samuel chapter 30. David's victory over the Amalekites. Then it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had carried out an attack on Negev and on Ziklag. The Negev would be the south country here, according to the footnotes. And overthrown Ziklag and burned it with fire. And they took captive the women and all who were in it, small to the great, without killing anyone, and drove them, up, drove them off and went their way. When David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and who were with him raised their voices and wept until there was no strength in them to weep. Now David's two wives had been taken captive, Ahinoam, the Yezreelitess, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite. Also, David was in great distress because the people spoke of stoning him, for all were embittered, each one because of his sons and his daughters. But David felt strengthened in the Lord his God. Hmm, that's good, isn't it? Isn't that a good... When you, when you experience this, yeah. Nothing else matters when you feel strengthened in the Lord your God. Verse 7, Then David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Please bring me the ephod. And Abiathar brought the ephod to, to David. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this band of raiders? Will I overtake them? And he said to him, Pursue, for you will certainly overtake them, and you will certainly rescue everyone. So David left, he and the 600 who were with him, and they came to the brook Besor, um, who were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and the 400 men for 200 who were not too, excuse me, for 200 were too exhausted to cross the Besor, stayed behind. Now they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and he gave and gave him bread, and he ate, and they provided him water to drink. They also gave him a slice of fig cake and two cakes of raisins, and he ate, and, the, and his spirit revived. For he had not eaten bread or drunk water for three days and, and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, a servant of Amalekite. And my master abandoned me when I became sick three days ago. We carried out an attack in the Negev, or the south country, of the Carithites, 
and on and on that which belongs to Judah and on the Negev of Caleb, the south country of Caleb. And we burned Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, will you bring me down to band of raiders? And he said, swear to me, swear to me by God that you will not kill me or hand me over to my master. And I will bring you down to this band. Now, when he had brought him down, behold, they were dispersed over all the land and drinking and celebrating because all the great plunder that they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. David slaughtered them from the twilight eat until the evening of the next day, and not a man of them escaped, except four hundred young men who rode on camels and fled. So David all that the Amalekites had taken, and rescued his two wives. And nothing of theirs was, was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, plunder or anything that they had taken for themselves. David brought it all back. So David had captured all the sheep and, and the cattle which the people drove ahead of the, of the other livestock. And they said, this is David's plunder. When David came to the 200 men who were too exiled, David, and had been left behind at the brook Besor, went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. Then David approached the people and greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless men, again, worthless men, sons of Belial probably, sons of the devil, uh, in right here, sons of Belial, literally sons of Belial. Again, for those of you who are not familiar with this, this uh, Belial is a name, one of the names of the devil. Uh, it is a variation of the name Belial, which it's the same. It's where we get our word uh, liar from. Liar comes from the word Belial. Uh, which is basically a different form of Belial. So, okay, so then all the wicked men and worthless men, or sons of the devil, among them, among those who were with da who went with David, said, since they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoils that we have recovered, a man, his wife, and his children so that they may lead them away and leave. But David said, You must not do so, my brothers, with what the Lord has given us, for he has protected us and handed over to us the band of raiders that came against us. And who will listen to you in this matter? For as is the share of the one who goes down into battle, so shall be the share of the one who stays by the baggage." They shall share alike. So it has been from that day forward that he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel this day. Now when David came to Ziklag, he, he sent some of the spoils to the elders of Judah, to his friends, saying, Behold, a gift for you from the spoils of the enemies of the Lord. To those who were in Bethel, to those who were in Ramoth, of Negev, to those who were in Yatir, to those who were in Aroer, to those who were in Sifmoth, to those who were in Eshmetoah, to those who were in Rakhal, to those 
who were in the cities of the Yeramilites, Yeramilites, to those who were in the cities of the Kenites, to those who were in Horma, to those who were in Borashan, to those who were in Atak, to those who were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men walked. 1 Samuel chapter 31. Now the Philistines were fighting against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from the Philistines, but fell fatally wounded from Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines also overtook Saul and his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan, Abinadab, and Melchishua. Again, this name Melchi is very interesting. Uh, Melchi means King Shua salvation. It's related to Yahshua or Yahushua, meaning Yah or Yahu is salvation. Um, Yah is salvation or Yahu is salvation. This is the king salvation. The sons of Saul. The battle went heavily against Saul, and the archers found him, and he was gravely wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword through with it, otherwise these uncircumcised Philistines will come and pierce me through and abuse me. But his armor-bearer was unwilling, because he was very fearful. So Saul took his sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell on his sword and died with him. So Saul died with his three sons, his armor-bearer, and on that day together. Now when the people of Israel who were on the other side of the valley with those who were beyond the Jordan saw that the men of Israel had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned the cities and fled. Then the Philistines came and settled in them. It came about on the next day when the Philistines came to strip those killed that they found Saul and his three sons on Mount Gilboa. They cut off his head and stripped off his weapons and sent them throughout the land of the Philistines to bring the good news to the house of their idols and to the people. You see, let me just stop here for a second. You see, when you... When you, when you um, disobey God when you transgress the law of God, the instructions of God. You have the enemies of the Lord reason to think that that they win. You give them reason to believe that they are they're actually on the winning side. Verse ten. They put his weapons in the temple of Ashtoth. And they nailed his body to the wall of Bethshan. Now when the inhabitants of Yabesh Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men got up and walked all night, and they took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from Bethshan. And they came to Yabesh and burned them there. And they took their bones and buried them on tamarisk tree at or in Yabesh and fasted for seven days. So that concludes 1 Samuel.
So uh, it won't be until Sunday night before we get to 2 Samuel, but we got some Psalms here to read in the meantime. Psalm 18, okay, the, the Lord prays for rescuing David. For the music director, a Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord who spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day that the Lord rescued him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. Now, in the footnotes here, it refers to later on in 2 Samuel, which we haven't we have not read that yet. However, this is talking about um, Saul, and we know that uh, chronologically speaking, uh, we read about the last few the last moments of Saul's life. Uh, so this would be a good time to read this Psalm eighteen. So it's the Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke the, uh, to, the, to the Lord the words of this song on the day that the Lord rescued him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my savior, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And I am saved from my enemies. The ropes of death encompassed me and the torrents of destruction terrified me. See, even even David got terrified here. In the footnotes here, it says, were assailing me or terrifying me. The ropes of Sheol, Sheol, um, the netherworld, the grave. And the snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry for help came before him, came into his ears. Then the Lord, excuse me, then the earth shook and quaked and the foundations of the mountains were trembling and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up out of his out of his nostrils. In his wrath, it says here in the footnotes. And fire from his mouth was devouring. Coals burned from it. He also burned the heavens, or excuse me, he also bowed the heavens down low and came down in thick darkness with thick darkness under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew. He spread on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, his canopy around him. Darkness of waters, thick clouds. From the brightness before him passed thick clouds, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also heavens and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them, and lightning flashes in abundance and routed them. Then the channels of water appeared, and the foundations of the world were exposed by your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. He sent from on high, he took me. He drew me out of many waters. He saved me, my strong enemy, and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. 
They confronted me in the day of my disaster was my support. He also brought me out into an open place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands he has repaid me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not acted wickedly against my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless with him, and I kept myself from my wrongdoing. Therefore the Lord has made me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. With the faithful you show yourself faithful. With the blameless you prove yourself blameless. With the pure you show yourself pure. With the crooked you show yourself astute. In the footnotes, twisted, literally twisted. For you save an afflicted people. And you humiliate haughty eyes. For you light my lamp. The Lord my God illuminates my darkness. For by you I can run at a troop of warriors. And by my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is blameless. The word of the Lord is refined. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? The God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless. And he makes my feet like deer's feet. He sets me up on my high places. He trains my hands for battle so that my my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. You have, and your right hand upholds me and your gentleness makes me great. You enlarge my steps under me, and my feet have not slipped. I pursued my enemies and overtook them, and I did not turn back until they were consumed. I shattered them so that they were not able to rise. They fell under my feet, for you have encircled me with strength for battle. For you have forced those who rose up against me down under me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me, and I destroyed those who hated me. They cried for help, but there was no one to save. They cried to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them fine like the dust before the wind. I emptied them out like the mud of the streets. You have rescued me from the contentions of the people. You have placed me as head of the nations. A people whom I have not known serve me. As soon as they hear, they obey me, pretend to obey me. Foreigners lose heart and come trembling out of their fortresses. The Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and and exalted be the God of my, my salvation. The God who exalts, executes vengeance for me, and subdues people under me. He rescues me from my enemies. You indeed lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from a violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you among the nations, Lord. I will, pray, I will sing praises to your name. He gives great salvation to his king and shows faithfulness to his anointed, to David 
and his descendants forever. Psalm 121. Those are on TikTok. In the, in the next maybe 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to have to talk down and, and, and stay on, on YouTube. I am uh, on YouTube Live as well. I'm on YouTube Live uh, right now. So those of you who are interested in it, please go over there and um, join me on YouTube. Just look me up on YouTube. All right. Psalm 121. I will raise my eyes to the mountains. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He watches over you will not slumber. Behold, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not beat down on you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time and forever. Psalm 123, a song of ascents. To you I have raised my eyes, you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of servant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God until he is gracious to us. Be gracious to us, Lord. Be gracious to us. For we have had much more than enough contempt. Our soul has had much more than enough of the scoffing of those who were at ease and with the contempt of the proud. Just a side note here. You notice that people who are at ease too much People who are pampered too much. You know, they are the ones that do scoff for the most part. They are the ones that scoff either by word or by deed. They're the ones that become puffed up and proud. Psalm 124. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say, had it not been the Lord who was on our side, when people rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their anger was kindled against us, then the waters would have, have flooded over us. The stream would have swept over our souls. Then the raging waters would have swept over our souls. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us to be torn by their teeth. Our souls have escaped like a bird from the trapper's snare. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 125. Someone asked on TikTok, what is the subject? We are reading um, the, the Bible chronologically. We're going through the Bible. And I got um, about four more Psalms to read, short Psalms. And I will get to your questions and your comments.
So yeah, if you have any questions and comments, please leave them in the live chat. And once again, if anybody who wants to come on uh, live as a guest uh, quickly, you don't want to spend a whole lot more time. We're, we're getting toward the end of the night now, but uh, you're welcome to do so. The, the link is in the live, the, excuse me, the link is in the description on YouTube right now because I'm on YouTube live as well. Psalm 125, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. As the English, a lot of English people say, Zion, which cannot be moved, but remains forever. As the around Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time and forever. For the scepter of wickedness will not rest upon the land of the righteous so that the right will not extend their hands to do wrong. Do good, Lord, to those who are good. We, I just stop here for just a moment. Um, we read there, early, actually, I posted a video earlier, Psalm 14, where it says there's none good. There is no, no one that's good, Lord, not one. Again, in context, it's not talking about everybody. It's talking about a certain group of people, those who are unbelievers, those who eat up the people of God like, like, like bread, those who do not call upon the Lord, do not pray, do not care about God. Of course there are good people. There are good. The very same one who wrote Psalm 14 and Psalm 53 that says there's none good, of course, talking about a certain people, also Psalm 125 that says, Lord, do good, Lord, to those who are good. Of course there are people that are good. And to those who are upright in their hearts. If there was no such thing as people who were as good people or those who were up, the Yashar, the Yashars, or the Sadiqs, then this would make no sense at all. This would be ridiculous for, for David to say this. But of course there are good people. There are righteous people. Verse 5, but as for those who turn aside to their crooked ways, again, we see there's a contrast here. There are those who turn aside to crooked ways, the sinners, contrasted with the upright. Contrast, so we got the crooked people contrasted with the good people. But as for those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead them away with, with those who practice injustice. Peace be upon Israel. Next one in our schedule is Psalm 128. Another song of ascents. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. When you eat the fruit of, of the labor of your hands, you will be happy and it will go well for you. Let me just stop here for a second again. There, it's possible, you know, we need to fear the Lord and we need to walk in his ways. How do we know how to walk in his ways? You know, of course, to obey his law, obey his laws, right? If, um, because that's how we know the way of God. That's how we know his ways. Verse 2. When you eat the fruit of your labor, the fruit of the labor of your hands, you will be happy and it will go well for you. Again, this is all in complete accordance and in tune with the Torah that says if you obey the commands, it will go well with you. And that's the reason why God gave it, the loving God that he is. Verse 3. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children like olive plants around your table. Behold, for so shall a man who fears the Lord be blessed. The Lord bless you from Zion. And may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. 
Indeed, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Psalm 129. Many times they have attacked me from my youth up. Let Israel say, many times they have attacked me from my youth up. Yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back. Again, you know, I do, you know, I do believe this is a prophetic utterance, it's not just applicable to David, which it is, um, but it also applicable to Yeshua as well with the Roman cat of nine tails. For those of you who are not familiar with this, the, the whole scene, the whole story, we have Yeshua who is, uh, who was beaten, flogged just before he was crucified. And um, historically speaking, they would use Roman cat of nine tails. Basically it's a whip with nine, it's nine whips in one. Basically it's like a little short, little um, stick, I guess you would call it with nine, uh, whips on it. And uh, on the end of each one of those whips, there would be, they would tie like glass or bone or metal or something. It would just, it would dig into the, to the backs of anyone that they would whip uh, with that. That's why it says the pow- the plowers plowed my back. They lengthened their furrows. The Lord is righteous. He has cut up the ropes of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be put to shame and turn backward. May they be like grass upon the housetops, which withers before it grows up. Yes, amen to that. All of our enemies, all of those antinomians, may they be like grass upon the housetops, which withers before it grows up. Before it grows up, excuse me. With which the harvester does not fill his hand or the binder of sheaves his arms, nor do those who pass by say, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cried to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the sound of my pleadings. If you, Lord, were to keep account of guilty deeds, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you so that you may be revered. Revered in the footnotes or feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And I wait for his word. My soul waits in hope for the Lord. More than the watchman for the morning. Yes, more than the watchman for the morning. Israel, wait for the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his guilty deeds. Yes, yes, yes. So let's see what we have in the in the live chat. In the live chat. For those of you who are on TikTok, I'm going to shut this down uh, in just a matter of uh, minutes here. Um Forerunner one says, "Yo, here I am. Welcome, welcome." Says this is intro into faith. I go. Um, 
Now, what is there another screen name you go by? Because I don't, I don't remember that. Is it? Are you someone that I have? Um, are you from TikTok? Question for move. Uh, I think I, I may have willingly sinned. Let's think it was adultery. Can I still repent? Yeah. Willful sin is, you know, you can, willful sin is covered through repentance for sure. For sure. Don't, don't, um, don't confuse uh, where it says in, in Hebrews um, 10.26, where it says, you know, if you willfully sin, there's no more sacrifice for sin. That's just talking about sacrifice. That's not talking about atonement again this is where a lot of christians get it wrong right they 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 think that atonement is only available through sacrifice which is that's not the truth at all atonement the most effective way to get it to read uh, to attain atonement is uh through repentance iron says i think uh saul went to hell i i do uh, I do think so. I do think so. Now, just just as a side note, just as a side note, because uh, you might come across somebody who says this. They say, "What?" But Samuel said, "You will be with me." Okay. Um, basically, after you 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 when you yeah. Basically, you're going to die, and you're going. Um, now, again. In context, what does that mean? It could mean as in in the grave, not necessarily with me in spirit. Like was Saul ever really with Saul in spirit, right? Uh, that's, I mean, was how how close was he, at, you know, really with Saul? Uh, so, I mean, like Samuel could be in, his spirit can be in, in a different place as Saul's, Saul, so to speak, but still fig, like, generally speaking, they're both gone. They're both in the next life, so to speak. The the uh you know the world to not the world to come so much but the next life forerunner one says you can always repent i say amen to that byron says cremation isn't of god i'm pretty sure i agree with you i mean if you if we see stuff like abraham isaac and yeshua or any people who who actually you know like King David or any of the patriarchs or, you know, we see that they actually perform cremation and all is well and good. Then, then we have, a, you know, then, then we can say that cremation seems to be acceptable with the Lord, but that's not what we see. We see people that are not so good people that are getting cremated. Um, Yes, the great deception says repent, practice righteous behavior, the commands of YHWH. Forerunner one says, do you think David uses the term clean hands as a metaphor or literal language? Yes, definitely metaphor. He is basically without guilt you look at how Pilate washed his hands right as a sign of i'm not guilty of this man's blood so to speak mark says shalom shalom mark good to see you okay 
All right, guys, it's a little bit of an earlier night tonight. So um, tomorrow is going to be an awesome, awesome night. It's going to be an, a different night. We have a different guest. And this particular guest will say things, I guarantee you, Lord willing. Let's hope everything turns out well. And, you know, But uh, I, I guarantee you this particular guest will say things that will cause you to go, huh, what? Especially about Paul, okay? Um, we, I mean, we've we've had people come on that is very, very pro Paul, saying all kinds of wonderful things about Paul. Well, Mr. Jackson Snyder, he has some things to say about Paul. I think you'll find uh, quite interesting, if not maybe even amusing a little bit. So um, definitely. Uh, make sure, if you can, join us tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and get all of your Paulian, get, if you have any Paulian, you know, acquaintances, I don't want to say friends because I don't know how much, how friendly can you be with a Paulian anyway? Uh, I mean, you know, we, we are to love them and treat them well and all that kind of thing. But when you when it comes to talking about anything serious about Scripture, it doesn't, uh, things don't go over very well. Um but you know any people that are Paulians, um, people that you know would want to make Paul look like an angel no matter what. Well, tell them not to miss tomorrow night. Tell them to make sure they they uh, they come on the live chat or come in on uh, on YouTube. For those of you on TikTok, we are not going to be streaming it on TikTok. We'll be streaming it on YouTube. Uh, unfortunately. The uh, you, the stream service that we have uh, uh, does not stream on TikTok, and because it doesn't actually, because uh, TikTok is very very uh, restrictive when it comes to using different um, st- uh, streaming software and services with them. Okay, so tomorrow night, Jackson Snyder, looking forward to it. Saturday afternoon. Open mic, floor, open floor. Uh, I got some people saying that they would like to come on. So I'm not sure who who will be with me, but join me and, uh, you know, um, hopefully we can uh, have a great time. Have a great time. Whether you like, whether you like me or whether you hate me, uh, either way, join me on Saturday. You know, if you're not watching, um, come on in the, uh, as a guest, if, if you, uh, if you would like, all right. And then Sunday night, Lord willing back to our chronological reading of the scriptures and, uh, our regular Bible study. Okay, guys. Thank you very much, guys. You guys are awesome. As always, I appreciate you guys. Caballero says, thank you, Christopher, for another day of great Bible study. Thank you very much. Uh, for your comments and uh, for your fellowship. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Lord bless you. Multi- multiply blessings to you guys. Byron says, thank you, Christopher. You've been, a, you've been a blessing. Shalom and have a great night, people. You too, Byron. You too. Blessings multiplied to you guys. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. The Great Deception says, thank you. Shalom, everyone. Thank you very much, brother. Jeff says, Shalom, friends. Shalom, shalom. 
Have a great evening or day wherever you are in the world. I know Vinny is down under. I'm not sure if Vinny's still there or not, but uh, shalom and blessings to you, Vinny, if you are. Okay, guys, I'll see you again tomorrow night with our special guest, Jackson Snyder. Don't miss it. As always, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you wonderful, wonderful shalom. Amen, amen. See you tomorrow night.